Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm back from Phoenix and Scottsdale. Number one, how do people live in that heat? Oh my goodness, was it hot. Yeah, just a miserable day for me from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Way, way too hot. I am glad to be back in the Midwest where it's 45 and rainy right now for me. Number two, we went on a foodie tour and I just wanted to give a shout out to a place called, I'll mispronounce it. I mispronounced it the entire time I was there too. I do that all the time, right? It was called the Cornish Pasty. Yeah, Cornish Pasty, I believe was the name. I didn't want to like it, but I really did. I had the Bangers and Mash Pasty with the red wine gravy, and oh, was that good. So if anybody out there has been to Phoenix Scottsdale and you've been to that place, let me know if I was crazy that I liked it or not, because I really thought that was something else. And if you haven't tried it, please try it. Once again, it was called the Cornish Pasty, and I had the bangers and mash with the red wine gravy. Okay, so that's my food story. That's my trip story. I'm back. I'm rusty. We're going to lead off with the PGA Championship. It's a major, so we're going to play a lot of plays here. I'm not going to go into a ton of detail because, quite frankly, I'm tired and I need to get to bed. So round one, we're going to make two plays. We're going Homa over Haddon in a matchup in round one at a plus 100. We're going to take Neiman over Fitzpatrick in round one, also in the matchup, at plus 100. Then for the full tournament, I'm going to go Dustin Johnson over Shane Lowry at a plus 100. I know Lowry is a popular pick maybe to win the whole thing, but I just have a feeling Johnson is still going to be very competitive. I'm also going to take Corey Connors for the full tournament over Will Zalatoris. That's at a plus 125. Connors always has so much upside, so when I have an opportunity to play him at plus money, I like to take him. Zalatoris, once again, a very popular pick out there, but I'm going to take Connors for the full tournament once again at plus 125. Then, Top 10 for the entire tournament, Justin Thomas, plus 200. I think JT could win this thing. I think he's going to be sniffing around on Sunday. I like him to finish in the top 10. So JT, Justin Thomas at a plus 200. I think he gets it done. Top 20. I'm going to go Tony Finau here. He's also at a plus 200. Tony is, I think, going to make the cut. I think he's going to be very respectful. And at a plus 200, there's just too much value for me to pass him up for a top 20. Plus, I play him in almost every major in DraftKings. I like Tony. I always cheer for him. Maybe a sentimental play here, but I'm going to take Finau plus the 200 to finish in the top 20. Then top 40, Taylor Gooch plus 140. Good value there. I think he makes the cut. Maybe makes some noise. I see some people having him as a sleeper to be in the top 10 for this tournament. I think his game maybe does translate well to the course. So I'll play Gooch at plus 140 to finish in the top 10. So those are the seven plays that I've locked in for the PGA Championship. Now let's go to Major League Baseball, and we're going to lead off with our game under. We're going to play the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Chicago Cubs. 
No line available. We're playing this one of the dark. We'll update the show notes once we get a line and get the wager in. So for Arizona, it's Zach Gallen going for the D-backs. He's 2-0 on the season, a beautiful 1.05 ERA, and a very impressive 0.67 whip over 34 and a third innings this season. Last four starts, he's gone at least six innings, only three total runs giving up in those four starts. For Chicago, it's Marcus Stroman going for the Cubbies. He's only one and three this year. Not the best ERA at a 5.13. A pretty solid whip, though, at a 1.18. Toss out the season numbers, though. His last two starts have been much better. 13 innings, three runs. So the numbers are improving, and the D-backs are the second-worst hitting team against righties this year. I don't know how the wind's going to blow at Wrigley, but I'm going to play it in the blind. I want this under between the D-backs and the Cubs. Next up, it is your first five under, and we're going to play the New York Yankees and the Baltimore Orioles under the four and a half at a minus 125. So you can get less juice at an under four out there, but I'm going to take the four and a half and lay the heavy juice. So for New York, it's Jordan Montgomery going for the Yanks. Seven starts this year. He's yet to win a game. A 3.06 ERA and a 1.08 whip. Good, but not great numbers. He's given up at least two runs in each of his last four starts. Montgomery has pitched 10 and two-thirds innings against Baltimore this year. He's given up two earned runs. Meanwhile, for Baltimore, it's Bruce Zimmerman getting the call for the O's. He's 2-2 two and two on the season, a nice 2.72 ERA and a 1.21 whip. He's given up at least two runs in each of his last five starts. He's made two starts against the Bronx Bombers this year, nine and a third innings, four runs. At home this year, a very nice 1.80 ERA. Day games, not bad either, with a 2.49 ERA. I like the splits, so let's go the under four and a half in the first five between the Yankees and the Orioles. Next up, we go to the run line. We're going to play the Philadelphia Phillies, minus the one and a half over the San Diego Padres at a plus 165. So for San Diego, it's you Darvish going for the pods. Last time out. He reinforced his split numbers, went five and two-thirds innings, giving up five runs at Atlanta. For the season, he has a 1.37 ERA at home, but a 7.91 ERA on the road. It is a small sample size, but when you add in the 5.54 ERA on the road last year, it appears to be an issue for him. For Philly, it's Kyle Gibson going for the Phillies, a 4.10 ERA on the year. A 1.21 whip, nothing great. Last time out, he was absolutely hammered at Los Angeles. He went three and two-thirds innings, gave up six runs. He has a 6.27 ERA on the road, but this one's at home. He has a 1.93 ERA at home this year after a 2.81 ERA last year at home. His day ERA also favors him. It's a 1.38 so far this season. Last year, it was a 2.77. So I'm back in the home and road splits in this one. Plus, the Padres are only 25th hitting against righties. So the Phillies, minus the one and a half, is the play over San Diego. Next up, it is your first five-inning dog. We're going to play the Kansas City Royals and the Chicago White Sox, plus the 125. So for Chicago, it's Vince Velasquez going for the White Sox. A 5.53 ERA this year, 
a 1.52 whip. We're betting against this guy yet again. He did have back-to-back good starts before going five innings against New York last time out, giving up seven runs. Road ERA this year for him is a 6.48. For Kansas City, it's Carlos Hernandez going for the Royals. Oh, these numbers are not good. 9.11 ERA, a 2.03 whip. Last two innings, eight and two-third innings, 15 runs given up. So if I played first five overs, I would probably have the farm on the over five, but I'm not going to touch it. Plug your nose, close your eyes, and let's hope Hernandez at home is the best of the lousiest in the first five today. We're going to take Kansas City over Chicago at a plus 125. Then your final game on the card for the day, our dog of the day is the Seattle Mariners over the Boston Red Sox at a plus 110. So for Seattle, it's George Kirby going for the Mariners. He's made two career starts, going 10 innings, giving up one run so far. He has a career 2.34 ERA in the minors. For Boston, it's old man Rich Hill going for the Red Sox. He has a 2.89 ERA and a 1.11 whip. Four solid starts after a couple shaky starts to open the season. His home ERA is a tad bit higher at a 3.72. I don't love backing the rookie on the road, but the card is limited with options. So I'm going to roll the dice with the Mariners at Boston at a plus 110. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. On the PGA Tour in the PGA Championship, your seven plays here for round one. It's Homa over Haddon at a plus 100. It's Neiman over Fitzpatrick at a plus 100. For the full tournament, we like Dustin Johnson over Shane Lowry at a plus 100. We like Corey Connors over Will Zalatoris at a plus 125. Then for the full tournament, top 10 finish, we're on Justin Thomas at a plus 200. Top 20 finish, we're on Tony Finau plus the 200. And for the top 40, we're on Taylor Gooch plus the 140. Then in Major League Baseball, your game under the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Chicago Cubs. No line available, but we're taking the under. Your first five under, we're going to play the New York Yankees and the Baltimore Orioles under the four and a half at a minus 125. Your run line, we're on the Philadelphia Phillies, minus the one and a half over the San Diego Padres at a plus 165. Your first five dog, ooh, it's an ugly one. We're taking the Kansas City Royals over the Chicago White Sox at a plus 125. And your dog of the day, it is the Seattle Mariners over the Boston Red Sox at a plus 110. So that's your card for a Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.